0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host Andrea McCallum and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. So last week I took a break from the podcast. I actually didn't do Card Pull Friday that week either. I did this just previous Friday but I took a break and You know, if you've been listening for a while, that I am told to rest and take breaks and receive quite often, and I don't usually listen. However, I actually took four days off for the long weekend. I came back and thought, you know what, I just, I had an episode kind of ready to record, and I thought, no, I need a break. I don't want to cram this in. I have other things to do. And... I felt like I just needed to let the messages around that episode simmer, anyways. It felt like something that wasn't quite completed. So, in that process this week, going back to my notes and feeling into the energy, what was really still sticking with me, which, if you follow me on Instagram, I do Card Pull Friday every Friday at various times. It depends on my energy. But what happened is, before the long weekend, so like two Fridays ago now, I had pulled two cards that were the timeout card in numerology, the 37, and the emotional sensitivity card from my angel therapy deck. And, you know, the messages around this were allowing your emotions to show, taking a timeout to see what needs to be released, giving yourself time to reflect and kind of regroup before the next cycle starts because with the three and seven together that makes a 10 and that's completion it was this idea that we need that space in between and i've talked about that before um in other episodes but it was just a matter of really resting and then the the, the theme of rest has come up in a lot of ways so if you listen to the Spirit School podcast with Danielle Cerenc, she's Squamish Medium on Instagram. She talked about that in the July Spirit Messages. The episode that comes out today is also about rest and the impact it can have. And for me, my messages I, I had been receiving were very similar. The episode that I was going to air last week was on that train of thought and it had been developing for a couple of weeks. but. What happened this week was I came to Card Pull Friday and realized that those still felt relevant. I did not feel like I needed to choose new cards, so we went back to timeout and emotional sensitivity, but this time it was coupled with the idea of rest, and I did a post on this as well as Card Pull Friday talking about how The energy that I feel around it is I have this, I always have this inner force that's moving me forward and wanting me to do more. The message that came up that I'm leading up to here with this is the urgency of rest right now. And if you were to ask me, you know, in the past, if I would associate those two words, I would say no, unless someone, it's an emergency, like a medical emergency and you have to rest to like, you know, survive. And then that got me reflecting on all of the times when I think uh, the universe or spirit was trying to get me to slow down and to see that my patterns of like overworking were not healthy. And I didn't really listen. And for example, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. In 2014, I was in a car accident and it was very frustrating because I was super active before that happened. I was working in a physical job. I worked in merchandising. I drove from store to store. I worked in a department where I was mostly working by myself at every store and I would be moving like big four foot wooden shelves by myself. I'd move like two or three of them and walk them all the way to the back of the other side of the store, get out the things I needed, move things myself. Like I was very physically active. I went to the gym after work, after all of that, and then on the weekends. And this is when this happened to me, right? And I say this because I think what's coming up for me with this urgency is there's a card in the tarot, the four of swords I used to get pretty often. And it's meaning in one of the decks, the way it came up. And I don't know, like I am more intuitive with my knowledge and I have different decks and I absorb what means something to me. But I know in the deck that I used, the main phrase for it was enforced rest. And this happened to me. You know, at a couple different times in my life when I've when I've had these things out of my control happen where I had to slow down that particular accident, I ended up being off work for almost six months, which was really difficult for me. And um, I did a lot of growing, but I still was just fighting to get back to the same job I was doing. Right. And it wasn't until a few months in that I was like, I don't actually want to be doing this exact job. And I made a couple of changes within the company before going back to school. But I. Really, just encourage you to think of the urgency of rest. Like, either you take the rest now and start implementing it, or it will lead to burnout in one way or another. That's kind of where I'm at now. I've done a lot better. Like I said, I actually took four days off and I've been giving myself little pockets in the day where I'm not really doing anything. Like, I'm not picking a specific time or a specific activity. I'm allowing myself to just each day be like, okay, what do I need to rest? Um, today. Today I pulled some cards and that's something else too is like I consistently every day for uh, with the the exception of a few days for a couple of years now I've been pulling cards for myself every morning and now I'm doing it more that more more intuitively as well and choosing what days I feel like it. Today I pulled cards and I pull from four different decks Um, two of them are more just oracle cards two of them are like tarot decks And they all were so related to this topic that I decided to push off my episode, which I think will probably be next week or possibly the week after, and to talk about the types of rest and what rest means to me. And the first card that I pulled is the lamb from the animal spirit deck. And it's like a very gentle card. And it's this is a reminder that like we can only really receive what we need to receive in stillness. So it's like a reminder for meditation. Then I also pulled the South Node card in the Heavenly Bodies Astrology deck. And the focus of that one is, you know, releasing and realizing where most of your struggles have been in life and like what the theme might be. And for me, my... South node is in Pisces. Oh, sorry. My north node is in Pisces and my south node is in Virgo. So I need to release these like very like control, like ways of needing to control things and have a specific structure and plan. And like being Capricorn, that like I have a lot of earth energy like in my like nature. So being more flowy and surrendering is my north node, Pisces. And I feel like that's what I'm really stepping into. And if you remember at the beginning of the year, my word for the year. Was harmony and balance, right? And this energy of finding what feels good because I know that I don't feel good if I'm just totally not focused and not structured in any way that doesn't feel flowy to me. It feels chaotic. So I have to find a balance. And the next card was the 12 in the major arcana, the Hanged Man. This one in this deck. Talks a lot about changing your perspective, being open to new ways of seeing things. And it's a reminder that the universe knows the lessons you need to learn. So there will be opportunities to learn them and just to be open to what you're being taught right now. And this can be a really good reminder, again, to pause and listen and just trust. And those are, you know, the same themes as above. And the final card that I picked today was the 21, the universe card. And I actually on Friday, with Cardboard Friday, because I kept the other cards the same, I was like, I'll pull a tarot card. And it was from the other tarot deck, but I pulled that same card. This is exactly what I think I was feeling into with this idea of cycles with the timeout, where we're being rewarded for our efforts. We have made a lot of progress in our lives or in whatever phase we're in. But this like peace and liberation that comes with that also is followed by taking time to make sure that we tie up loose ends, taking the wisdom we've learned from this journey, again, going back to those lessons from the Hanged Man and from the South Node, and really feeling connected and moving in a new direction. So this is kind of what I'm feeling is leading me into this urgency of rest because. As I said in the past, when I haven't chosen to find rest for myself, when I've pushed myself too far, the universe will give me, you know, a tower moment. Something that that's a sixteen actually in uh, tarot. If you're not familiar, it's this card that says let everything, the structures around you, or some in some area of life, need to crumble in order to build a better foundation. Because maybe that sort of structure suited where you were before, but now where you're going, it's not going to get you there. You need a different structure. So that's kind of where I feel we're at right now, but not this destruction. This is more just like the conscious rebuilding. And with rest, the urgency, like I said, is something that feels very prevalent because with all of the changes that I think we can see that we need to make in the bigger structures of the world right now and society and globally, I think even um, in Canada yesterday or on Friday, there was an outage for Rogers, which is a huge telecommunications company. And there's really a monopoly between Rogers and Bell here in Canada. It's like you're one or the other. And then all of the other companies that you see that pop up are all using those two networks. So they're still like subsidiaries in a way of those other companies. When it went down, like interact how we use our debit cards from our bank cards, that's connected to Rogers and as well as like many major companies, hospitals, like all of these things. And this just goes to show you that like these structures, this infrastructure in our world, there's so many things, right? Because we have the Roe v. Wade, we have this, like there's so many areas of society and the way we've allowed these other beliefs and ideologies to kind of take over is just not sustainable for life here. And that's why the rest is urgent. Because if we take a rest and we just observe these things, like it helps us pinpoint what needs to change. Because if we're just going full force fighting, like just running in all of us all at once, we're going to burn out, right? And I talked about in my post and kind of in my cardpool Friday that the messages that are coming up for me are that it's more of a relay and not a sprint. So we need more people taking turns so that everyone has a chance to rest. And it makes us super strong when it's our turn to sprint. And that is also indicative of how I'm seeing this theme and like why I feel like there's different types of rest for different people and for different times. And That is what I'm going to get into next, because I know I just went on a huge tangent there. But one of the things today that came to me when I was in the shower, which is where I get a lot of these little downloads, is that I think when we hear rest, it's like you need to get some rest. And for me, what comes up immediately, and maybe for you as well, is to like stop and just be like lying down or, you know, relaxing and that kind of energy. That's all I really think of it when someone says like get some rest that makes me feel like it's a noun and it seems like a very specific thing to me like i can see it as like a bed right even though resting is supposed to be a verb that is for me like it's a stationary thing and i avoid it because it doesn't feel good to me but if we think of it more as a verb as an action If you're the one doing the resting, then for me, that shifted my mind into thinking like, you get to choose what the action is that's associated with that. Like everyone runs differently, everybody talks differently. So why can't we rest differently? And only you know in your body what feels like rest too. So the title of this episode, rest is an active force is tying into this idea that like when you pull an arrow back and then like go and then it flies right it flies a lot further than if you were to just throw it so with all of that being said there's different types of rest and I realized that for me being a generator having all this energy being a Capricorn yes I do need times where I'm like lying down sitting still whatever But I realized I sit a lot when I'm working and I am someone who needs to move my energy. I just told you how many things I was doing simultaneously that were active in my job before. Right. And I haven't really replaced those things with anything more active. I have been taking more walks, which I need to do now because now I realize that helps me move my energy. Um, I ended up singing and dancing the other night when I was listening to music randomly at like, I don't know, 1 a.m. And it's just. I've realized that for me, that's almost like a rest, like that's releasing energy. And I, and I think that if we start looking at rest from a more personal level of what do you need a rest from? I think that is really important right now. And that's where I, that's why I ended up doing this as the topic this week, because it felt, that felt urgent. That felt more urgent than my other episode I had in mind. For me, I feel really exhausted when I'm mentally drained or like emotionally drained. Like I feel more tired after I've been crying for a while or after I've been like working at my computer for hours at a time than I do if I'm go- I am I go for a long walk or if I go to the gym or if I'm cleaning all day. I feel more tired when I'm mentally and emotionally drained than when I'm physically drained. And being a generator, that kind of makes sense because we have to use up our energy. And if I haven't released any physical energy, I've realized that's when I feel more tired. And I think a lot of us know that, that we need exercise in order to have energy, but that's not everyone, right? Some people need to have more time when they're literally physically resting. So just knowing yourself, there's so many things that came to mind when I opened it up into more of a personal exploration of rest. And I think that's why there's the urgency because We need to figure out what we need before we can do it. Thinking about things like if you're emotionally supporting others, if you need to create some boundaries for yourself even around what activities you're going to stop doing at a certain time with so many people working from home. It can be difficult to know when to turn things off and when to respond, when not to respond. I'm guilty of that too because I manage an online community. Everything's online. There's people from different time zones. And a lot of people are in like PSTs and I'm in EST. So I'm three hours ahead of everyone. So, you know, when they their evening and they're winding down, it's nighttime for me when I should be turning off my brain. And that's what I realized is it's not so much physically being awake late or any of those things that are exhausting me. It's always being mentally on and responding. And I think that comes also from the Virgo says note of service, where it's like, I don't want people to feel like I'm not responding to them, right? I don't want people to feel like I'm ignoring them. And it comes from internally. It's not an external thing. Like Danielle doesn't expect me to respond right away. I don't think the people sending me the messages expect me to, but it's for me being like, oh, but like, what if they really need help? Or like, what if I forget all these things, right? And like I said before, I also stopped forcing myself to do my card pulls for myself every morning, even though I do enjoy them. I do find them restful. But when I physically want to move energy, sitting down to do it, I realized was like I was avoiding it almost. And it made me start everything in my day later because I would avoid it for a while. Now what I've started doing is prioritizing. Um, well, I actually, I talked about it before in another episode that I started medication for ADHD. And so because I'm taking that in the morning and I want to like, you know, capitalize on that energy and focus when I have it. I will sometimes go for a walk after I eat and then I do some work and then I take a break and I go for a walk and then I do my cards if I feel like it. Or I might do them in the evening when I'm trying to force my brain to shut off because it's something that is relaxing. So even looking at your daily routines and rituals can help you find like ways to promote rest for yourself and to spread it out because I realized I also was doing all of my resting stuff in the morning for a long time but then that meant that I would just keep going (laughs) all night and sometimes like skip meals during the day I still do that sometimes but I just realized that that wasn't helping me rest it was actually making it so that I wasn't resting at all really and then The other thing to consider that I realized recently as well in various conversations is realizing whether you get recharged around other people or by yourself as well. So if you are an introvert, for example, I'm more of an introvert, but I am alone a lot when I have days that are very social or days when I go out and do a lot in public. I need that time to myself to recharge. Whereas if I've been by myself for a long time and not really doing anything, then it might be really good for me to be around other people for a while, to get energy from that and be inspired. So if you're an extrovert and you're at home working from home and not connecting with people, you might feel really unfulfilled and bored and that might be draining you. So it might be good to make sure that you schedule one to two things at least every week where you're actually talking to a friend, hanging out with them, getting dinner, doing something fun, going to the movies. And that could be a form of rest, even though it's an activity. Like I said, rest is an active force. It's something that is building up more energy for you. And when I'm talking about like building up energy to move forward, there's no urgency for when the action has to happen. That's not the focus here. The urgency is finding what works and making yourself use this cancer season and this reflective, intuitive energy to determine where you need the rest from. Just that reminder again. So what I've done for this next section is I have broken it down by the senses and the ways that you might need the rest, or ways that maybe you might want to rest. And this just kind of channeled through me this morning when I sat down to do my cards and reflect. So, for example, for sight, giving your eyes a rest, maybe you are on screens all day and on social media, and maybe you need to have a certain time of day that you turn that off, or like one day a week when you just don't look at screens and you give those eyes a break. Also something that has been coming up for me is clutter. I've talked about this a lot because it's something I deal with a lot and now I realize it's partly due to my ADHD and just having like everything visible so that if I want to do it I know where it is and I'm reminded of it but I have to balance that with my need to have clear spaces. So that's become a priority again. So that might be something to consider as well. If you're always looking around at messes, it's kind of like telling yourself you can't rest, right? Because like you're like, there's so much I need to do to clean or to make things feel more restful. Because if you think of like a calm oasis or like a Zen space, usually it's very minimal and very easy on the eyes, you know, light colors, not a lot of distracting things. There might be some artwork that's really beautiful to look at that you can look at for a long time. Maybe you get some artwork to put up around your house and put it in your space where you like to sit and relax so that you can just look at it. I find um, abstract art really good for this because you're not actually, uh, your brain isn't recognizing right away what anything is. So you're able to see more different things when you look at it. Another um, way that I like to do it is walking in nature because I feel like seeing all of the green and those colors is really helpful for me. Seeing the animals, seeing birds, um, looking at flowers, that is really nice to focus on once in a while. Even if you're just looking at the window, that can be helpful just to break away from what you're doing and the screens. Lighting is also something to keep in mind. So maybe you need to have more task lighting if you're just like focused on your screen too much. Maybe you want to dim the lights or just use, I use lamps and sit in my living room where I don't have an overhead light when I want to relax more because it just helps me get into like nighttime mode a bit easier. So you might want to do candlelight if you're doing something quiet in the evening or maybe for dinner once in a while. Actually having a candle that you're looking into the flame can be really good to just get focus and kind of tune everything else in your area out. And then also just something really simple but important. If you wear glasses or if you need glasses, like wear them and make sure you have a good prescription. I know I need to get mine updated because that's like constant strain on your eyes and wearing sunglasses when you can. That's something else I need. I need to get contacts, so like my my regular sunglasses, and I need prescription sunglasses. So, caring for your eyes can like make it so that they're not feeling so drained and sore at the end of the day. And then for your ears, maybe you lean into nature and listen to nature sounds, or go for walks where you're focused on that sound and away from the city noise. You also could just do something simple like having earplugs or noise canceling headphones when you want to focus or tune things out. I sometimes do that when I'm reading so that I'm not hearing all of my neighbor's noise, especially on the weekend when they're like cutting their grass and the kids are out playing. It sometimes helps me to not be distracted. And then if you are going to be listening to music, that can be something that helps you rest because it's something to focus on. And if you find the lyrics distracting or if you feel like they're sending you on a spiral, then maybe some instrumental music, or listening to different tones or frequencies to meditate. I know binaural beats can be really helpful for some people. I don't know a lot about them, so I can't give you much suggestion in that area, but thinking about different sounds that are soothing. And I know um, for ADHD, there's this sound called brown noise that it's kind of like white noise, but it just has a little bit of a different frequency. And for me, it just shuts off a lot of the outside noise. So sometimes I can use that if I need to focus for a while. I find that it's not just people with ADHD. A lot of people need something to distract them while they're working. So that might be helpful. If you don't wanna be listening to the lyrics too much, it can help to kind of just drown out your own thoughts even. And then something that helped me when I was in school was, which I didn't, again, know that I had ADHD or any of these things, but just in general, what helped me to focus was being, working in a library. So in the library on campus, there were like different floors and there's this one, or there are two floors, but one of them, nobody listened. But one of the floors was like a strictly quiet zone. And because everyone around you is quiet, it's also like that idea that like, because other people are working, you're working. I've talked about that before. It's I think it's called body doubling, where it's like if you are around someone, you can like mimic their activity level or like their behaviors. So you might want to consider a co-working space or something like that. If you get distracted by being in like coffee shops and other places where people are coming and going more, it might be helpful for you to have a space like that that is A known quiet zone where you can sit and work and not have all of the distractions around you. And then another simple one leading back to nature is being by running water can be very soothing. I know being by like a fast moving river for me is really, really just calming and grounding. So you could do this by finding sounds and like tracks online and finding a playlist if you can't be near it all of the time but just keeping in mind like what your different senses need I feel is really helpful and then in terms of like the sense of touch and like more tactile or sensory things um the clothing you wear I realized this during the pandemic that I barely even own I think I had two pairs of sweatpants and I wore jeans and like regular like dress pants and stuff all the time because I wore them for work but also I would wear them at home like I would just not change when I got home sometimes I would just sit down and keep working and it kept me in like this really stuffy work mode all the time and over the pandemic obviously like most people I got a bunch of sweats comfy clothes and I actually feel less stressed when I'm in those clothes Sometimes I will force myself to put on a more structured outfit if I need to like feel more professional, but for the most part I feel I'm a lot more productive when I'm not uncomfortable physically, which makes sense, right? Same with like making sure you have a chair that's ergonomic for when you're sitting and making sure that you're listening to your to your body if you're feeling discomfort in your shoes or you know, your chair like I said or places that you are sitting make sure you're not hurting your body when even when you're resting and then just other things like you know if there's a soft blanket you like to have near you if you like a certain temperature maybe thinking about do you need a fan that can go to the sound thing too because listening to a fan is very soothing for some people because it's just like a constant noise but thinking about that because I know I um, I run warm all the time, like in the winter, even thankfully, my they adjusted our heating this year. But for a while, I would have the windows open in like February because I couldn't handle how warm it was. And I'm always in like a tank top and shorts at max most of the time, although it is in the winter. I will obviously be in sweats, but like for any other season, I'm pretty much if I'm just at home in like a T-shirt or tank top and shorts all the time so keeping in mind that maybe when you're out in the public or going to work you have to dress a certain way but once you're home it kind of sends a signal to your brain that it's time to relax if you change your clothes take your bra off you know do all of those things that make you feel comfy it's the same as like when you put on gym clothes you're more likely to go to the gym right it's the same thing with resting if you're still in your work clothes it's not very comfortable to relax. And then also having a bath or a shower, especially a bath because you're sitting, you can do either one. But I feel like a bath is what is more calming for some people. For me, I can't do baths very often and it's just not my vibe lately. But when I'm in the shower, I just make sure that I'm conscious of like feeling the water. And that's usually when I try to like focus on just being in my body so that can be really helpful. And then of course things like face masks and anything that helps you just feel like you're caring for your body. And then watering and repotting your plants. This is our kind of our nature thing for the sensory thing, touching plants, going up and touching a tree, hugging a tree. As much as it sounds silly, it really does. Like you after you do it a few times and you give it some time, you can actually feel your energy difference the same with like walking barefoot on the grass there's just something about that connection directly to plants and the earth that really really just grounds you and for me I find that very restful and then for taste for food comfort food is something that's different for everyone but like once in a while like I know we talk about in society emotional eating and avoiding that but I think If you need to like tell your body to rest, having food that lets you, that you enjoy, that you're actually going to sit and savor every bite instead of just eating it as fast as possible is also good for your digestive system to like sit down when you're eating, chew really well. It sounds very basic, but even I have to remind myself of that because I'm guilty of just standing and eating or like eating really fast. So keeping that in mind as just a very basic thing, but Another thing that I've noticed is um, I haven't really been one to drink much for the last few years. Anyways, like the last five years, probably. It's only if I'm like in a social event and I feel like it. And even then I've stopped kind of doing it. And I've realized that like the crash after like hangovers and all that, like as much as it's nice to kick back and have a drink, sometimes I'll have a glass of wine and that's fine. But anything more than that just feels like I have to recover and then it doesn't feel like rest. So think about your own relationship to that. Caffeine is a huge one for me. Like I am like a full pot of coffee a day coffee drinker by nature. My whole family kind of is. But with the medication that I'm on now, I can't really have caffeine, at least until I know how it affects my body, because it hasn't been long enough for me to really feel the full cycle of it. So I've realized from just not doing it, because I'm pretty good at just if I know something's not good for me if I know I have to do something I will do it like I quit smoking cold turkey 12 years ago almost now but this is just something that I'm experimenting with with caffeine where I realized I don't have as much of that like afternoon fatigue when I'm not drinking it so thinking about maybe reducing how much you have in order to make it easier to rest at night or to make sure that your nervous system's not on high all day you know and processing it, anything that's difficult for you to process. I know some people have sensitivities to different foods, and sometimes you'll just forget about it and eat the food anyways, and then your body is dealing with the consequences later. So just any of those things, if you're already feeling like it's urgent for you to rest, it might be good to look at some of these habits as well. I actually, one of the things that's comforting for me with food is that I eat kind of the same food all the time, which I now know is also kind of an ADHD thing, but it's also just in general, something that a lot of people do, right? We just have things that are easy to make because it doesn't feel like a lot of output. It's not requiring your creative energy to come up with a new meal every day. And it's difficult with families because obviously you're trying to keep food interesting and tasty for other people. For myself, because it's just me, if I have a recipe that's working that I'm enjoying I'll switch it up usually like one meal a week ish will be like different maybe two but I'll just keep making the same things because then my mental energy like and like I said for me it's mental and emotional energy that drains me which I only have really started putting all this together recently because I've been resting and being in stillness and letting myself just make these connections but The integration for that is really important. So knowing like if that is going to save you a lot of mental space or getting like one of those food prep boxes that gives you all the idea and most of the ingredients, anything that can kind of like take away some of that mental energy around food, even asking other people to help or like if you have a partner or, you know, children who are capable and old enough, asking them to choose one night a week that they make dinner. Or offering to help if you're not usually in the kitchen. Maybe being part of the cooking process will be end up being relaxing for you. And then the last one, which I've mentioned before that I have here, is having tea that is something that you enjoy, an herbal tea, preferably non caffeine, and actually sitting to drink the whole cup of tea in one sitting. Not multitasking, not doing it while you're checking emails, just sitting with that cup of tea and allowing your body to feel it. Even if it means thinking of something you're grateful for with every sip, whatever you need to do. I just feel like for me, especially like a good cup of chamomile tea, if I do that at the end of the day, I feel like that is really, really helpful for me. So I hope that resonates as well. This is getting very long, but I'm going to keep going. So the next one is the sense of smell. I think we've all heard of aromatherapy. For me, if I have essential oils, smelling this one that I have, that wood pine, it is so grounding. When I smell it, my brain, like I can almost feel it in my head when I say that. My brain just quiets. I can't explain it. I think cedar and pine, like either of them, I have like a few different tree ones they anything earthy is good for me you may feel like lavender or something else is more grounding or relaxing for you but keeping in mind that like you can always just have a candle going or some incense and even putting essential oils on different pressure points looking that up to see what would be good for you making sure it's an oil that's okay to be on skin keeping that in mind but thinking of like where it would be best for you to have this the scent I also sometimes if I'm trying to like feel better and feel more in my body, sometimes I'll wear my favorite perfume on a day that I'm just at home. And then also if you're somebody who's like active and you're not going to be like sitting in one space to have like a candle or something that's going to be helpful, you could consider like a spray that can go on your clothing. So that it's like as you're moving, you're smelling it throughout the day. That can go with the cologne as well or like the perfume. Um, But yeah, that is just something that I really resonate with. Scent is something that, scent and sound are both coming up a lot for me. And I, again, had rabbits come up, which I talked about in another episode. So that like heightened awareness of senses is coming up. So I think that is coming up in this theme of the urgency of rest of like our nervous systems and our senses are just overloaded all the time and with everything happening it's that mental load on top of it and I think that's why there's this urgency because we can only take so much before it's just too much keeping in mind that maybe therapy might be good in order to talk through and kind of like release some of the things that are coming up as well that can be a form of rest because it gives your mind some rest having someone else who's not directly in your life to share what is causing you stress or causing you to feel like you can't relax um also having like a therapy session or a healing session that is scheduled with a practitioner Kind of creates this sense of accountability as well, where you'll actually stick to it. Because I know that's part of my problem with rest is that there's no like urgency usually. I think that's why urgency is coming up with rest now is that like if I don't make it urgent, the universe will make it urgent, right? So if we make it urgent and we say, okay, I need to book an appointment, and it can be even an exchange with someone where like if you're, if you know another healer or another practitioner of some kind, and like you can offer something in exchange. That can be a way where both of you feel like you're contributing to one another and also receiving at the same time. But I would say it's best to have like your own session with a third per- third um, third party person, right? Like someone who is outside of your personal relationship sometimes. And then another thing, just stop trying and forcing so much because that is unnecessary and en- energy expenditure, right? We're just using up energy to like put ourselves on a hamster wheel going in circles when we don't even always know what the next step is. And sometimes we need to just wait for the thing to come to us. And that is my toxic trait is forcing things every time I know I need to rest. And then getting things off your chest. So going back to the therapy, but also you might want to even try, this came to me the other day, You might even want to try just recording yourself, saying out loud anything that's stopping you from resting or keeping you stressed out. Of course, journaling is good for this as well. And you can talk to a friend, like I said, but sometimes it can just be or actually what's coming to me right now is like in terms of conversations with others is maybe what will allow you some rest is if you get things off your chest that need to be said, like those difficult conversations that you maybe have been avoiding. This could be the cycle thing that we were talking about before, how like at the end of a cycle, it's like there's loose ends. So it could be like you are all prepared for your next step. But if your partner, your business partner, your boss, your friend, whoever is in your direct circle are doing things that are keeping you in old habits, you may need to have a conversation that will then once you've had the conversation, it's been put to rest. There's a reason we call that put to rest, right? Then you can rest a little bit easier. So, yeah, I don't want to go too much further into this because we're already at like fifty minutes. So basically, the themes for like those kinds of things are like outsourcing tasks, allowing yourself to integrate and to figure out what area area of your life will be needing rest for the next while, and like what that means for you. And then, my feeling of why this is coming up right now is because cancer season is like this whole, I feel like this whole season has been this emotional sensitivity and rest and time out. And like I mentioned, I don't know if I said it in the forecast, but I said it on a card Friday that for me, cancer energy last year and this year has felt very much like the fire of Leo energy. Like it's a preparation time for that. This might be your rest time before it's your turn to sprint, right? Keeping that in mind that if there's something that you really, really are looking forward to launching, spending this time now to really regroup, make sure you have rest scheduled or like you know what you're in need of on an ongoing basis. So, on the topic of transitioning from one season to the next, I am now doing monthly newsletters where I'm going to be sharing the themes that come up in the podcast episode here for the astrology, but also other themes that are a little bit more in depth, some specific examples that come up. There will be journal prompts as well as some sort of a creative prompt to get that energy moving in different ways. I will be including a link for a discounted rate for my monthly energy session. We're going to do a recharge every single month now. So you'll get a link for that to remind you to register. And who knows, there might be some bonuses in there. I'll also obviously keep you up to date there of any new offerings that I have coming up. And I'm just really excited to see what this evolves into because I feel like once I start, it's like anything else. It really evolves into its own thing. So I'm really excited to see what comes up for that because I did one for the last recharge session, the remote recharge, and it was really great. It was really exciting. I got some great feedback from it and I will be doing a follow-up email for all of the recharges like that. So now the prompts will be in the newsletter but all of the session details will only be going out to people as a follow-up who have registered for the session. So look for that to be in those emails. And yeah, I'm just really excited. I have a surprise coming up for another addition to my monthly forecast, but I'm going to leave that for next week. So I look forward to connecting with you and have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.